Hey guys, welcome to another episode of <laughs> Dating Intelligence. So I'm Christopher Lewis with my lovely co-host Jamie Villamore. Here I don't know I am, why I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come over there and I'm going to kick you right about now. It's been a long day, I but I love it. you. <laughs> and why on the last one we started giggling, laughing? There's, that's I never try to look at her for some reason because I know she's going to make me laugh and throw me off my game, off my intro. But that's okay because I'm here. So what's up? You look great. Thank you. I love your dress. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just being a weirdo. You know, I'm here. <laughs> here Amber, here can am. you get her expression on her face one more time, please? And just keep it on her for the next I'm 20 just, minutes. I'm just going to stare awkwardly <laughs> at you and not say anything. That's kind of angry pirate of you. So. I mean, <laughs> you didn't even know what it was. I Now I know. So you guys, if you've seen the previous episode, which will come out before this one, um, Jamie had mentioned, do we know what an angry pirate is? And I was like, I have no idea. The guest and I were just like, I have no idea. And she's like, you don't, well, you're going to tell us off air. So why don't you just yeah. continue on that note and let our new guest <laughs> chime in on that one. I actually was like, I better, <laughs> I bet our new guest would know what it, what, what it is. Yeah. And she did. I have no idea how you didn't know what it was. I mean, I know a lot of things like a dirty Sanchez and all these other <laughs> sayings like that. And she laughs as well. I know a lot of that stuff. I know what pegging is. That I don't know the tons of things, but the angry pirate. I should have so known. Good. I should have known. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of hot and crazy and angry at the same time. Yeah. But I get it. I, don't, I understand that. I don't know. I don't want anything in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to introduce our guest and let her answer. This would be a good segue into her answering, the, the, <laughs> answering what that is. So our guest today is from my home state of Texas. And let me tell you, she represents well with her unapologetic stance on women's empowerment. She's the founder of Warrior Women International and with the mission to bring women together to embrace their feminine energy while becoming mentally and physically the very best version of themselves and finding their tribe. Please welcome the stunning and inspiring Ricky Lynn to the show. What's oh, up, Ricky? Yeah, thank you. I'm like, well, I can leave now. You just said it all. All right, perfect. All right, this is great. All right, Amber, stop the yeah. show. We are out. Okay. That was awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right, do you want to answer what the angry um, pirate well, is? Well, I knew what it was, but I want to know what you would have assumed it would have been. What would you have thought? With this one, I never try to assume, Ricky Lynn. I just kind of sit there and just like, hopefully. What, it, what does it sound like? I mean, at first, I, 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 by the way, my mind went to a bunch of different places. I go, it's, no, it's not in the ass. It's not this. It's not that. So you did think it was something sexual? Yes, because coming <laughs> like out of your angry, mouth, it usually pirate. is. Yeah, like a I woman who's like scorned or something, right? I thought that that's what Kawa would have at least thought. All right, honestly, yeah. I thought it, my my take on it is I thought it was like someone like getting it in the ass and like really driven really hard. And they're like, Arr! Oh that you know what I mean? God. That's what I thought it was. So the sound effect was right. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as close as I got on that one okay. though. But the other, but do you want to fill us in on that one? I think Jamie did with in the eye, right? And then yeah, okay, with your sound effect on that one. So. Yeah, but so standing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a shot in the eye, gotcha. and then usually they're like, ah. Yeah, that's got to be a tall person shooting some shit in the person's eye standing, by the way. No, he's standing. You probably wouldn't be. Of course, I got yeah. that now. It's in the All right, eye. that's okay. Right that's a better eye. visual now so for me. Now. Like, I wonder if people plan that. Like, like we're gonna do the I'm, angry pirate. I'm right planning tonight. it. Just, I'm, I think it's an accident. Get your eyes ready. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking planning this yeah. shit tonight when I get home. I'm waking up my girlfriend, honey, honey, get watch this. I mean, no one wants to be shot in the eye, no. right? Yeah. No. So I don't think anyone's planning okay, well, it. I would assume it's like the, it's, it's like an accident. A, yeah. Or the guy's just like he he knows it. You've planned it, but she's not. Planning I mean, yeah. right. Whatsoever. I'm gonna pull it off as an accident. Yeah. But it's definitely planned now because I just want to get the R effect. And then she has to wear an eye patch. For yeah. God week. damn it, Ricky. Yeah. And you're you're messing up my whole visual now. <laughs> now she has pink eye. I was just gonna say <laughs> pink eye. Is that gonna All right. be like no? The same you know thing what? Not? Never mind. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm over that. I'm, I'm just gonna just, it just escalate. Yeah. I'm gonna let it go. All right. I don't know so. how we got onto that. When you get out of line. I'm just gonna. Oh, yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> we went from women empowerment. I'm gonna shock your ass. That. Yeah, sorry, ladies. You know, I'm on, I'm an advocate for women, like hands down. So this right. was a little bit far left for me, but I was gonna stick with it because we went there. We definitely yeah. went there. Anyways, how are you, by the way? And thank you so much for making the trip here. Yes, yes, I am really good. I I actually had like long travels, but thankfully it was Saturday, so now I've like been settled in, and, good. and I'm happy to be here. Okay, no and you have a few more days here, yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, Wednesday. So. All right, and are we just uh, out in the sun, pooling 
it? Were you just any more people you got to see? Uh, no, I've been with family. Great. So it's been nice because I'm from Las Vegas originally. Okay. So, but I've lived in Texas for like 14 years. Good. That's but long enough for me, Ricky. Where, yeah. where exactly in Texas are you? San Antonio. Okay. South Texas. Yes. My hometown. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. is. That's where I grew up, and then I went to SME after yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like college there? I did. I, I heard love it's Dallas, like a big by the way. party school. I mean, every school's a party school. You can make it what you want, but I okay. just I just love Dallas. Dallas so is awesome. yeah, that's why I'm telling why I'm all my there. nieces and nephews. I'm like, move to Texas, go to college there. Okay. Stay with me. So all right. Like, so here's mm-hmm. one for you, Austin or which? Okay, out of all the cities, not Austin. No, yes. <laughs> tell me why. I'll just go ahead and drop that real quick. No, let me know why, because I feel the same way. I just want to know your yeah, reasons why. Well, I mean, my beliefs and, and everything like that, and my way of life. I'm not really into like the party scene or going out a lot. Either. Okay. I'm more of like a family, slow paced. That's why I love Texas. Okay. Um, but definitely because the redder parts of the state, I'm not as much into like the liberal side of, mm, of Austin. That's what I heard. That. Austin has turned more like. Um, more it definitely has. I mean, it definitely it, has. quite frankly, it's always been that way since I was really? a kid. Even though, so. I mean, like I'm, California I'm, I'm liberal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like you guys do you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I love you just yeah, the yeah. same. But but San Antonio, you're in the right space just because going back to that, that it's it's a, when I was going there all the way up to high school, I was telling people college and beyond going, if you want like a, a pace to grow, like right. to raise a family, San Antonio is the place to be. Yeah. In. Okay. Yeah. It's not a lot of like middle, like aged people. It's mm-hmm. very young or a little bit older, but it is more of like the family oriented, like Good values and in a slower way yep, of life. Yeah, I agree. I that that I do agree. But with I do 1, love Dallas. Like I want to okay. be outside of Fort Worth. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. I just don't like Fort Worth. It's just too. It's too much country for me. I need. I need a city life. Yeah, I, I like the country. I'm okay. like, leave me alone. Yeah. I like my country life. Babies. But I'm, I'm liking. Good. I'm liking Dallas. The more time I spend there, I've actually been like, oh, okay. I I think I can do this. Okay. Yeah, just outside of it a little bit. It's nice. Like that's why I like Fort Worth because I do want like the city feel of certain things. Oh, you like be able to be accessible. Mm-hmm, to got it. that. Yep. But I want to live away from like the hustle. And I'm with you with that one too, because even in LA, by the way, it's like, you know, um, my, my, my ex and I, we lived in, and they're still there in La Cunada near Pasadena, but we were like inside of LA city. Right. But now I was just like, what is this magical area out here? Because I'm used to the suburbs and, yeah. and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So I, I get that. Yeah. 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 You are that. kind of away from the hustle and bustle. No, not are... anymore. I was, but now, you know, I'm back in on the, on the West side again Wait, now. So we're... Where we where are. Where my apartment is? Yes, where your apartment is. That's close enough to all oh. the action now okay. versus way out, well, I call it okay. way out to the BFE area. Yeah. So, and Pasadena is not Wait, really how, BFE. Yeah. How, far are your two, <laughs> how far are your two homes? Out the sticks. Um, they're, what, I mean, on a good day, like 45 minutes away. Wow, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. But that's with traffic, which okay. is good. So, But with no traffic, it's like 20 minutes easy. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like my yeah. little space there. She loves it there. I told mm-hmm. her last time she was coming, I go, sorry, we have someone staying there for a little bit. My oh, girlfriend's mom's staying like, with us now for a minute. Arr. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? It's going really well. She's, oh, she's, she's amazing. She's been great. She's looking for a space to stay. And I don't, I told Jamie, I got all mine how long she stays with us. Yeah. You know, she's family. She stays as long as she wants to. So, um, but yeah, but I think that, you know, she'll, she's looking for something. I think she might've found something. So I told her you can stay as long as you want to. I'm happy with that. Aww, I yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So how long have you been married? I'm not married anymore. So okay. I was married for nine years. Nine? Yeah, I was married for nine years, and then uh, we separated. And okay. he actually passed away in 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was about a little over a year and a half that we were we got separated and then got divorced. Okay. And then he passed away. Complications? What? Was it? Or? Um, of like the divorce or separation? Well, we can get into that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, I, I haven't, I don't talk about it a lot. It's but okay. it is a big part of like my purpose and why I like really truly value and honor the men and women who serve our country. Okay. The army. Okay. Um, and had a lot of PTSD and some issues and, uh, and demons afterwards that yeah. we, I tried, you know, I'm nine sorry. years and I was young. I got married right when I was 18. Oh, same. So, and right. yeah. And it's we, already coming in with a lot of baggage from that. I mean, I can, I can only. <laughs> we shifted from other things. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was married a long time. I loved marriage and that's why I speak like highly of marriage and, and value of that stuff. But um, yeah, just he suffered a lot and I was young. I didn't really know how to handle it. Of and I kind of tried my best and then separated, which was actually a last like effort to hopefully kind of wake him up a little bit because I feel like it was just progressing, getting worse. So by his family, they were like, you know, maybe if you step away, he'll hit rock bottom. Cause I was kind of just like dragging us along, like got to do these right. things and yeah. live right. And hopefully he'll be happy. And, and you can't really PTSD is like obviously a different animal you know so a lot of people and being 18 and young and then married from that point i didn't know how to like handle it when he got home okay and the change so when i separated um some things happened in between that and then we ended up finalizing our divorce and i think from the divorce being finalized uh he passed away a year from that point okay mm. well i'm yeah. sorry to hear that so he just kind of never got back on track 
No, um, he ended up meeting somebody and uh, got her pregnant, and that's when I we finalized our divorce because we were separated. And um, I was like, well, now you got to do the right thing and marry her, and you know, be a dad. And I had actually hoped I was like, if this was God's plan, that maybe this will be his wake up call. Yeah. Um, and I think he like pretended to me that it was like, oh, everything's better now, and I was like, good, like. God forbid, you know, yeah. that, that's all I ever wanted. You're it like, sucks. as long as you have a purpose now. Yeah, I'm like, it mm-hmm. sucks. It kills me because we still loved each other very much. But I was just like, okay, yeah, if, if you'll do better. And then um, it was shortly after they had gotten married and just had the baby. She was contacting me like nothing has ever changed and, you know, whatever. And, and then him and I were kind of back in contact a little bit. And I was trying to help him through that. And um, then he passed away like two weeks after we had wow. last spoke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, how's, how's, how's life now, by the way? Because like you said, this is going to segue into what you're doing now with your life right. now. So how, sure. did, how did that segue happen, by the way? You know, and when that, did you... that was huge for me. So obviously I'm very outspoken. Mm-hmm. It's like what you're saying with my opinion and, and stuff like that. And that comes from like my upbringing. I have older brothers and four older brothers, no sisters. We talked about that. And um, having a big family, I've always been outspoken. Like, if you want to get your point across or be heard with 20 plus people <laughs> at a family dinner, like, you got to speak loud and you got to say, like, say it. So I've never really, like, had an issue with speaking my mind or anything like that. But coming from a middle class, like, blue collar family mm-hmm. um, and having four older brothers, no sisters, I've definitely always had my stance on, like, American values. That's how I was raised. And having brothers and then seeing <coughs> kind of like the whole feminist wave of devaluing masculine men is like unacceptable to me. And then having, being an army wife, um, absolutely standing up for like our freedom, our rights, and the men and women who serve and sacrifice for our country. Yeah. So I've kind of gained my hill through like my upbringing in my life. Um, and when he passed away, that really like crushed me for the first year. I kind of was just like, I went back into construction. I worked in commercial construction for 17 years off and on. And, um, I just threw myself into work and I was kind of like autopilot for a while and thinking like, okay, I'm doing really good. Like I'm going to work and everyone's like, wow, like you have really like done well with this, but I really wasn't. Okay. Um, And I was trying to kind of figure it out. And then everything happened with COVID and with all the clown world and craziness and being who I already am, I was like speaking out pretty quickly about it. And I transitioned my social media to just be like, putting it out there, right. like the way that I felt about everything. And um, with that, uh, I got recognized by the Trump administration because my values aligned pretty well with them. So I was hired by the White House in 2020. And after the election and all the craziness that happened, um, I was pretty much heavy into government politics at that point. Okay. So there was an option to run for Congress or work for somebody's campaign, get into media. And were you really close about really considering that? Yeah, I mm-hmm. wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think that I kind of recognized like at that point that what was missing like and what the problem was was more like culture and then politics and government. And I've always kind of been like a fair person. Jamie and I talked about this of like I'm pretty opinionated, but I'm open to like I can be friends with just about anybody. Yeah. It's like we're people, right? Yeah. We're free mm-hmm. and we Agreed. have our, our rights to believe what we believe. And whatever you want to believe in. That's I'm why I said it's like. I'm not going to tell you like you're wrong, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be like, hey, this is what I believe and this is why. But wow, like tell me, yeah. tell me about yourself or whatever. And this is why I appreciate you, Rick, for that reason, because it's yeah. like, and look, I don't, I have no judgment all the time on the people's beliefs or their belief, but that's not my role to judge. I just like you for who you are, totally. you know, and that's the way it should be, you know, but sometimes everybody gets clouded or they get, they get to this point where they have to pick and choose a side all the time. Yes. It's and like, that's why? exactly. And that's kind of what happens with government and politics because it's got to favor somebody mm-hmm. and there's too much money and there's too much into it that I was like, you know what? I'm watching these people spin their wheels and hit a wall in, in politics and everything or really do it for the wrong reasons. Right. And I was like, it's it's we the people. We have the power and we're kind of like being destroyed from within. So if I can help like ground level change the culture and put like the good back in the world, like America's the heart, heart and soul of the world. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that. So I saw a lot of really good women and strong women that were standing up and being vocal. And I was like, this is really cool because I grew up really with men. And right. I kind of never had like a ton of girlfriends because I didn't like the toxic, the manipulative, the victimhood. And I saw a lot of women that were like not about that. And they were like protecting their babies and the strong men and their husbands and their their homes. And I'm like, okay. So 
started Warrior Women. Um, right. And, and that's when I that's great. dove into that. So did off that note, with that being said, since you didn't hang around a lot of women uh-huh. and, and being more, like you said, around men more, um, how did you, how was that transition at the beginning? I know it had to be, you had to almost like implement yourself in now into a new yeah. sort of vibe. My mom, it's funny because she comes to my retreats and goes to all my stuff and she's like, Ricky Lynn, sometimes you, you, know, you, you either need to tone it down or whatever. I'm like, no, this is who I am. <laughs> this is how I am. These women either take it or leave it, but it's definitely like-minded women. And it's actually grown me like as a person and it's humbled me to be around incredible women because I didn't have that great of a view on women. Yeah. Like, you know, growing up again with all boys, I didn't have that like fighting over boys and clothes and the jealousy and like a lot of crappy stuff that can come around like girls, but it's different. And then I think like you need, as a woman, you need to be around other good women. As men, you need to be around other men. Mm-hmm. So I grew into like these women helped shape me at the same time that we were like doing this together. Like I was like, look, I'm imperfect, but y'all like help me as well. And we grow when we do this together. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was also raised with um, brothers and five uncles. So there was nothing like girly about yeah. my upbringing at all. Like never did dance. Um, I mean, my dad put me in martial arts when I was five. So I always feel like I was just another boy. And I always say, too, if I was raised in this time, um, like with the whole like gender and confusion and mm-hmm. which I'm not like a fan of at all, um, which we've talked about. Um, and yeah, I just feel like it's such a confused, confusing yeah. time as is. So if I was like given that opportunity when I was seven, running around without a shirt on, playing football with the boys, I would think I was a boy. So if my parents weren't like, if my dad wasn't like, get your ass in the house and put on a shirt, then, and I was given an opportunity, I probably would have been like, I'm going to be a boy too. Right. So you know what I mean? I was the opposite. Like for me, and we talked about it too, she was yours, like- I had four older brothers and no sisters, and I was the youngest and only girl, the baby. Um, But I was in modeling, and, like, my mom dressed me in, like, the big bows. I, like, (laughs) like, the whole matching outfit, like, now she'd be happy. Um, But, like, they really wanted, like, their girl, even though I'm named after my dad. I was, like, the youngest and the only girl, and y'all didn't name anyone else Ricky, all your boys. It was me, but my dad, like, wanted his baby girl. Um, But I loved that dynamic because, like... I was told often, and it wasn't something like, oh, I was pushed or forced. My dad would explain to me the value and power I had being a young lady. Mm. Yep. So love it that. Was I so, love that. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Like, that is one of the most, like, something that has stuck with me my whole entire life was, like, Ricky Lynn, you're a little lady. And he would say that all the time. And it didn't mean that I couldn't ride dirt bikes with my brothers or I couldn't. Right. I drive a truck. I work in construction. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've never been held back whatsoever. I run a company that is all men predominantly in construction, like commercial construction my whole life. And I actually got into it because of my dad. So I worked for his company. The first job I ever had, I was an estimator for his company. And he would like show that off of like, look at, watch like what you can do as a woman. Cause you're not held back from anything whatsoever, but you're beautiful and you're soft and you should be taken care of. Like there were these values that stuck with me forever. And no matter what changes through divorce or, different jobs or you move, you lose money, career change, whatever it might be, you have, I had like this foundation okay. of like who I, like I was. Yeah. And I when appreciate she's talking that. about kids, mm-hmm. you're talking about going to a child who doesn't know any of this yet. And you're taking away the one very foundational thing like of them that should not change no matter what changes through life and being like, you don't really know who you are. No, you're a little boy or you're a little girl. Right. right? And there's these instinctual things that come with that that are going to guide you throughout life and you're going to have that no matter what. So like that type of like psychological damage, if I would have had that taken mm-hmm. away and not really known that, I think that my life would have been significantly it's different. It's so and confusing. Yeah. I almost feel like it's an act of terrorism. Well, but what if, what if <laughs> psychological <laughs> warfare it is? It is. So it's, let me it's ask like this question, an attack on our, on our right. society. But let's just say like you, like, and, I, and trust me, I'm with you on that as well, but here's the flip side. So it's like the flip side of things. Yeah. What if, and I'm not saying like allowing the person, yes, you know, allowing the person to be who they are, but what if the person is not really that? Like for instance, let's say you're six when you just might be, you're a boy, mm-hmm. but you might be just a little more feminine at that point or something like that. And that's not you. Once again, it's the natural that's kind fine of, but you're still a boy and you're no, still six. You a I get penis. that yeah. and you're still six yeah. why why does that matter like I think that if a child can't pick their bedtime <clears throat> it's pretty like people say this all the time right you don't pick your bedtime you can't get tattooed you can't smoke cigarettes drink why would you be able to do something that's so life-changing and altering that's at that age and, yes. and, and yeah and that's more leaning of, towards right. like your sexual preference as well like mm-hmm. if, even if a little boy is like mommy I'm gay 
you don't, it, that doesn't matter right now. You're six, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's irrelevant. When you're 18 and you're still gay and you want to be a girl, do you. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, uh, but I think it's, I really feel it's the parent's responsibility. Like, we are responsible for our children. 100%. Like, I, you're not going to pick what you're going to wear. I'm sorry. You're five years old and you're going to school and this is what you're going to wear. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing that to school. So at some point, we have to set that precedent for right. well, our children. Well, God forbid, it would, would they'd never go to school. It'd take them forever they to pick out an outfit anyway. They wouldn't eat their yeah. vegetables. You know what I mean? Though, I like, know what you mean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you just, on that. There's just so many things there's that choices they that need This is why structure. we're here. And the structure, right. I, I 100%, I agree with structure all the time. So it's like, because it's until you get to a point where you can start managing, like, my biggest thing is like, you can manage making your bed. Now we'll start talking. You can right. manage like doing the dishes. Right. Now we can start talking. But until that point, you don't do it. Yeah. So I'm still in control. Right. No, it, it is the parents. And, and a lot of these, what's happening with these kids is it's the parents' ideals as well, that they are the non-binary. They are confused. And the sad thing is, is like statistically, a lot of these people went through childhood trauma mm-hmm. or they were, you know, sexually assaulted when they were kids or something happened with them. And that is so high, like the statistics on that, it's super high. And then what they're doing is like now pushing it off on their children mm-hmm. of like, oh, you want to be a little boy or you want to be a little girl. And they're really, really pushing this and then grooming and almost sexualizing their own children because of like kind of what they went through instead okay. of like breaking the cycle. Yeah. And we as society... By allowing, you know, again, to be like decay from within, basically destroying ourselves, we're like, oh, well, we have to be accepting of that. We have to be tolerant of that. Mm-mm. And I'm like, no, because if you truly cared, you would see that this is a mental health crisis. And if you cared about people mm-hmm. and you wanted to be accepting, then you would get them help because yeah. we shouldn't accept, you know, like those types of things that are just like, it's, it's not good. Well, that's no. what I appreciate the help part of it. Now, I agree that more people are starting to do that now versus allow a par- our, our parents, for me, especially where, you know, in our generation where they just like would just push it on the rug, sweep mm-hmm. it on the rug. You know, yeah. they wouldn't do anything. Right. You know, so I appreciate at least people at least making the effort now mm-hmm. in order to get their children help or whatever they need in that aspect. I think where, the parents need the help. That's what I'm no, saying. Yeah, I, no, and I agree with you. Yeah, it's like unhealed trauma that's yes. literally being passed down to our children. Right, but so at the same until, time, what I'm getting at is the fact that because you know of our this generation or of whatever parent generation that is that's doing that, it's the fact that we didn't have any basis for that at the time. You know, so for someone to seek it out at our yeah. age, it's like wow, it's like it's 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 warranted and it's needed. Yeah. But at the same time, we we weren't programmed to do that. Like now, our kids now who are going to seek out help now because we're putting them in that help, they'll know those signs early on to get the help as they get older. But it's over-glamorized, I think, as well, too, like seeing, like, depression. And, like, I, I see, like, my nieces have TikTok or something, and they'll okay. be, like, scrolling through it. And there's, like, little girls crying on there, or it's, like, a trend to be, like, sad. And I'm like, what is this? That I'm whole like, emo. Yeah, I'm like, you're not sad. You're What are you talking about, right? right. I'm like, you you don't even know. But it's it's huge. Like, But to me, it's, it's the propaganda and indoctrination mm-hmm. of, like, creating very mentally unhealthy and mentally weak people. It's mm. the participation trophy, oh. all of that stuff. But it's, Say that again. <laughs> but that's kind of the same thing, right? Like you, we come from a generation where it was like, you don't go to counseling, you don't talk about it, you get over it. But also I have, a, I have somewhat of an appreciation for it. I get that we should be like discussing a little bit more, especially for men, right? Yeah. Like that men can cry or men can get help they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've gone so far where like you have to have your safe space and you have to, you're like... We are destroying any mental strength or toughness yeah. or any courage in, in anybody. And these kids think like, I'm so confused and I don't know what I am. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, kids. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, you guys, they have litter boxes in classrooms now because children sorry, are what? identifying as cats. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's furries. Furries. Yeah. What? I hate that. I know that. I'm so Yeah. <laughs> what? Can we just stick to the angry pirates people? <laughs> One term at a time today. You guys are throwing me off now. The furry thing as a kid. No, no. Okay. No, I, I'm with you on that. Like I was, where was that? One of my daughters, my youngest one's softball game the other day. And I told her in the car, I was making a joke. And I said, you know, one of the girls asked the coach, they go, coach, they go, am I in or I out? She goes, you're out. She goes, yes. I go, and I was there going, what? I go, as, if I was your coach, you said yes to me when I said you're out and you said yes. I want to hear, oh man, or why can't I get out there? But yes, you want to sit yeah. down? That bugged go the hell a, out. Yeah, I'd be like, go run a lap. <laughs> yeah, you're not sitting, I was you're like, out. So I was yeah, like, you know work. what? I was testing you. 
you're in now. Yeah. yeah. You're in. What do I play? Everywhere. <laughs> you just, you know, <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So now starting your business now and doing what you do, by the way, um, how, how did you, who was behind, and I guess I'm trying to say like, so, you know, I'm starting this women's warrior thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's going on now. How am I going to get the support and who's, who's on board? And I know, cause you know, like I said, it, it takes, it takes, I love the fact that you use community and the mm-hmm. words tribe a lot. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Cause that's the words I use a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Finding your community and tribe is huge, by the way. Yeah. So I appreciate using those terms. Yeah, um, I, like, again, I, I've said this to Jamie, too, is like, I even though I was raised traditional values, if it was on paper, that's what I would relate to and conservative side. But I do like the more like primal way of life. Again, even with my like thoughts on femininity and masculinity, mm-hmm. it's just like deeper rooted. And I think like, we lost like tribalism and community in general in yeah. society, like we're so disconnected because of social media. Um, we're being told how to be and how not to be and kind of persuaded through TV and through all these things and different ideals that serve somebody else rather than just bringing it back. And um, I think as well, like when we saw a lot of stuff going down with like COVID or anything or even beyond, if somebody's getting like mugged, people are pulling out their phones and nobody's helping anyone. Yeah. Right? Like nobody's coming to save you, that whole thing. And it's serious, but it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's disheartening to see because I'm like, man, you know, we're all like people and we all have like a connection and we should be able to like care about each other and especially America. Mm-hmm. Like we were very much like love your neighbor and say hi and and our way of life is being super destroyed. So I think that again, it was like the heart and soul of people. Okay. And it's that community type gathering place. So um, I wanted to like remind women because I think women are like the nurturers, right? Like that's just like who yeah. we are mm-hmm. to be like, hey, we can we can't like completely fix this. We need men to step the f- and lead. Um, but I do think as well as women, we can be like the catalyst for that. Well, because us guys need a quick swift uh, kick do. in the ass sometimes mm-hmm. too. Right. So I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's like one of our things is it takes a village, like the old back in the day of like, look, we protect kids. We stand up for our husbands and for strong men and we stay back and we make sure that this village is like tight and ready to go. Right. So there's an, there is an old, like the story of 300 or 3000, whatever. What's the Spartan one? 300. 300. 300. Mm-hmm. Um, that like he, they chose the Spartans, right? Based off of the women that they were with rather yeah. than the actual Spartan themselves. So I was like, well, exactly. So they chose the women that were going to be able to like withstand when everything happened. And right now, like society's at you know, war, there's so much that's going on, psychological right. warfare and everything. So I'm like, women need to come together. And um, it's awesome because we do try to take away the distractions and the differences and just be like women. Like we love children mm-hmm. and we love each other and our homes and our communities and our families and the family unit and um, different ideals too, different backgrounds or, or way, ways of life, but just kind of like coming together on that like front. Yeah, so, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate a strong woman and also a woman who actually gets shit done, yeah. but also is just there and just there for, like you said, just all the other things as well. Because this yeah. is the sometimes um, I tell a lot of women right now, especially I go, look, I go, there's nothing being like, you know, in your masculine. It's great, but you have to find that feminine side of you mm-hmm. because it's it's needed. You know, you can I'm, I'm proud for you to run, do whatever the fuck you want to do. But yeah. you also got to you got to like soften up sometimes and allow yourself to be a woman as well because that's where the the meat of everything is you know that's where we feel safe and nurtured like you said because if you're running everything now it's like i feel like a lot of guys feel like it's a competition half yeah, the time it is it's a pissing you know? contest right. i don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to be you you don't want i don't want to be you either yeah. <laughs> i like you though well, <laughs> i like you look what thanks, you do but yes <laughs> yeah. no it is it's a balance mm-hmm. but like you said and at our retreats too it's so funny because we're like the first night i make us all cook together i don't cater for oh, i love that because i'm like yeah. look in the kitchen like we're gonna do this together right. but it's bonding and it brings us again back down to like being a woman like i'm not a misogynist i promise but right. i think that like it's good it's fulfilling right like when we take care of our homes so i want women to like feel that again and do it together um and it breaks the ice the very first night of the retreat because these are all women like 48 women that come together they've never met they right their oh families. yeah it's mm-hmm. very uncertain so it's cool um it's a great dynamic and then we go into like bonding and talking and then we're like shooting guns and learning situational awareness and self-defense and all this stuff but it is because okay. women can be a little bit of both yeah right? how many people mm-hmm. come in that situation by the way just um i guess I, from your side of it or you know obviously with the shooting guns and things like that and just finding a new balance in their life and more being more empowered with who they are how many come in with just like wow i didn't know we were doing this or do they all kind of have an idea of what they're getting into when they come to a retreat they know what they're getting into, um, but I think that it's it becomes very unexpected of how like great it is and how empowering it mm-hmm. really is, um, especially with women. I think 
again, like-minded women like me kind of have a perception of other women, like, it's going to be catty, you're going to deal with some drama, and I'm like, no, when yeah. you strip it all away, nobody gives a shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody's wearing makeup, we're like, okay, we're over it. Everyone went there and they're on edge, and I love that. Like, the first night is so fun, and we call the girls who return veterans, so we they all know, right? They're like, oh, I see the girls coming in, <laughs> and everybody's, like, uncertain and, like, quiet, and then by, like, the end of the day, you know, everybody's, like, best friends. By the end of the retreat, like, no one wants to leave. And they've made, like, incredible bonds. And they feel so good about themselves and, like, very empowered to take care of themselves and their families. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how many retreats a year, by the way, that you normally do? We do two to three. Okay. Yeah. So, and then we do networking events. And, and basically, it's everything. So, one of our mottos is, like, I knew I could help, so I did which is why I started it, Okay, was having a platform and a voice and women were like, well, what do I do if this is going on? And they were very uncertain like two years ago. Um, so we wanted to make sure that like if there was something that we could help with, that we would do it. And I'm like, I'll bring my network of people and everything I've worked my butt off for yeah. to the front of everybody's lives to create like better people, better community and a better country. Okay. And yet you're the forefront of all most of this, right? I yeah. mean, okay, you're running it. Yeah. Have That's you great. ever um, thought about diving into more like couple retreats? So our this one is co-ed. Oh, I yeah. love okay. that. Yeah. So we didn't do it just couples. I wanted because a lot of women are bringing their sons, um, okay. brothers or like their friends, yeah. but we are doing male and female. And the facility that we train at is like my second home, the greatest people. I trust them so much. And you know this with being like in firearm stuff. I'm yes. like, I don't just let anybody train anybody. Like I know how they do everything. Gotcha. And good with that. I, I believe everything that they do, but it's a barn dominion build out is where we stay for the facility and like on the facility for the lodging and downstairs will be the men up will be the girls. And I split everybody. And if you come as friends, like mm -hmm. you're not staying in the same room. Oh, that's and I intentionally cool. do that where I'm like, and it's, we bunk together. So there's like multiple rooms, but there's bunk beds in there. And I'm like, look, everyone's staying together, like, but you're going to be with someone new and make friends. And, and they do. But yeah, the co-ed one's going to be fun. Yeah. I like that. That's, Break is it this up. your first time doing mm -hmm. co-ed? How exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see how yeah. it goes. I know. I yeah, think that's it's interesting. Like, I think it's important. Like we do the w work on, you know, the women. And then if they go home and they don't really know how to like properly like articulate what went on, I think this is like a good conversation to incorporate both if that yeah. makes sense for me it was like what you kind of said about masculine and feminine is like even though i grew up with a perspective on men and I, and i watched like boys become men and i'm very like stand behind strong masculine men like mm -hmm. i know what they are burdened with i know what my brothers want to be to society to their children to their wives so i back them tremendously but i also know that i am still a woman and i never really believed that i could lead men and give them exactly what they needed. But like, so I, I didn't, that's why it was just warrior women. And I had a lot of men like, well, why aren't you doing it for us too? I'm like, there's men out there that are yeah, going there's, there's yeah. to find them, it. right? Yes. I'm like, you, you got to find someone of, of your own yes. because I can't tell you how to be a man. I think that's <laughs> You're like, role. see that dude walking down the street? Yeah. Go, go talk to go him. Go talk to him. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, and, but I do give, like, I also do believe though, like, not 100% in that where some guys that I know are very much like women can't talk about men. I'm like, yeah, but you want to marry me and have children with me, right? So I can tell you a little bit about like what I expect of a man. Mm -hmm. I think that that right. is valuable as well. I agree. I love a man's perspective like that. I kind of shaped the woman that I am after my brothers of like the men that I wanted mm -hmm. and the man, you know, that I wanted. I'm like, okay, I know what they Same. provide. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone table. should feel that way. Unfortunately, yeah. I, it's sad that they're, they don't do that because you can't get... A, from a man to a man to like to teach them about women. That's yeah, just, me and you know. Jamie can talk all day, right. but like, right. we exactly. need your perspective mm -hmm. a little bit because we're seeking men. So, like, And I love my brothers for that because my it, it's like, I mean, my family's nuts. So Same. yeah, my brother's always like, sis, really, you need to put on some weight. No one wants to lay in bed with a bag of bones. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's skinny? And he's like, yeah, like, come yeah. on, what are you doing here? Yeah. So I, I appreciate the openness. Um, and then they still come in Thanksgiving and tackle me, and I go yes. flying yeah. over the couch, and <laughs> anyone that's dating me is like, what the hell is yeah. happening? I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm just one of the boys. Yeah, <laughs> I love Same. that. I, but, I was too, but, like, that was the thing, is, like, being close with my brothers and having just them, that I saw the girls come in and out and, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so they don't like that. Guys don't, that one didn't stick around. Okay, so if you act like this, you are you get the immediate attention and then, you know, can't turn a hoe into a housewife thing, kind of like what they looked for. And they are really great men. I mean, you know, they were boys, they were wild and crazy, but very good men. Yeah, like They take very right. good care of their children and their wives. So 
as much as like, and I was also very protective, like they were protective of me and there's only one of me and I'm tiny. So I kind of was like thrown out there like, well, it's just you and all of us. And, <laughs> you know, but I had an expectation of like, look, my brothers are great. They're going to provide you a great life. So you need to be a good woman. Mm -hmm. And then that in return was like, well, if I expect that of my brothers, then someone else's sister or son or, you know, like someone's son or someone's mother is going to expect the same. So that was mm -hmm. kind of like the woman that I, I was where I'm like, yeah, I, I want to take care of my home my husband and my family and still be able to like create and do things on my own as well. That's right. great. I always, I, I always say and think like behind every successful man is a strong woman. Yeah. Well, I believe in that saying as well yeah. too. 100% on that one too. Well, we and guide, I, right? Like we're mm -hmm. supposed to be like, even though the man is the head, we are the guide. Like you're supposed to send a man out there like a wrecking ball. He'll fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. oh, He'll get yeah. it done. But that's why you provide everything he needs to do that. So you're not toxic and manipulative and, like controlling or insecure, you provide a really great stable home for a man and he's just going to go get shit done. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want to like cater to my man. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's the best I thing ever. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are turning me on right now. This is hot. No, I love, no, seriously though, but I, I agree with that. And that's why for me on the flip side, I grew up, well, for me, a house full of women. Yeah. And so my mom mm -hmm. taught me how to be a better man without, by not having to go like, you know, like if that's why I would say, you know, I'm strong, I'm independent, but I like learn how to let go of that ego every now and then that when it doesn't need to be there, you know, just because I, you know, I get mad doesn't mean I need to be freaking like thrashing every yep. guy in the same right. time. You know, it's like do it in a respectful way, get your point across and still be in a conversation and communicating with you. But that's masculine, right? Exactly, like, I think right. that I, right. Call, I call macho guys, mm -hmm. like the young kings, like male feminists. I'm like, that's that's dumb. Like, yeah. you're not a girl, you're not a princess, you're not this like king. Like, yes, I treat my husband like a king. Right. right. Absolutely, because I'm a queen, right? But at the same time, like the men who are overly like the red pill, like is a little bit excessive Ugh. at times where I'm like, you, you sound like a... A feminist. Feminists are anti men mm -hmm. and they want to just They're be just around cry each other. Babies. It's annoying. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so, here for it. No. Not at all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not either. But another thing I keep my mouth shut on too, I was like, I can't stand it. So. It's because mm -hmm. they can't even they would never be able to like be with someone like you. Yeah, and, and we talked about too of mm -hmm. like a, a strong woman, I promise you this across the board, hands down, especially now with what I do, I come across all women, wants a strong man. That's assertive, right? But we have to feel like safe and comfortable in your leadership and your respect and value of us so that we can submit. And then a woman like me and Jamie would be like, we'll do anything you want. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we will love you because I know that you're selfless and you respect me. Mm -hmm. Some dude just comes along and he's the macho asshole. I'm like, oh, I will ruin you. Yeah, and like, you will too. I'm right. like, no, sir. Like yeah. you have met your match. Not today. Not for me. <laughs> See, and that's why I tell a lot of guys, especially I go, because a lot of guys we talk about this all the time, want a strong woman. But I'm like, dude, I go, you mm -mm. just don't even know. Yeah. You have no but idea. But I'm not combative. I, no, am not, I'm, I'm I don't want to fight but, with you. Right. I will not be in but a relationship they, but they don't. Like but they don't know that. That's what I'm saying right. though. They don't know that. They just see like the strength that might be intimidating them so it becomes that combative mm -hmm. sort of because that's what they want yeah. in order to be able to put you in your place because they need a challenge that way i had the one guy i was talking to and within a few and i liked him and mm -hmm. he was great and he was like killing it in life and and we had a lot of the same ideals and things and then he hit me with one time a disagreement on like red flag laws or something right and i was like don't get me started <laughs> and um i was just like having the conversation he said out of nowhere well look just because you know you like are you know dominant and assertive and whatever don't think that i'm not gonna like put you in your place or tell you the truth of whatever and i immediately was like you know i was yeah. like that, that's a wrap for me because right. i'm like i'm a woman and i never i'm not there's no pissing contest between exactly. you and I. You don't need to put me in my place. And that could have been said, and the, what I'm getting out of this, because that's the stuff that always gets me, I go, it could have been said in such a different totally. way to where you mm. go, oh yeah, I understand, I get yeah. that. Like all he had to say in theory, like and right now, it's just like, the world. you know, yeah. it's like, you know. And he said, don't don't think yeah. I won't tell you if I think you're wrong. And I was like, do I come up, I was like, oh, man, apparently I came across wrong that like, I can't be told I'm wrong or that I need to be put in my place, but he ended up coming back like later and being like, I was just insecure because of like how strong you were. And I thought that that's what I needed to do. And I was like, well, that was the opposite. Okay. Like, well, at least he a... fessed up to that. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. A little too late, Where maybe, but <laughs> a little too late, like I said, <laughs> you know, because once he said that oh, the first he, time, I don't out. think he was coming back from that oh, first no, statement. <laughs> no, that like that, because that's what I hate. I do deal with that often, honestly, is like, if they're not a truly strong enough mm -hmm. man, which again, like I said, there's things about what you were saying that are to me masculine. Being like confident and selfless and kind, like those things are masculinity, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like I am a woman, even though I'm a pretty like emotionally sound woman, 
I have hormones, right? And like, so it happens. And if the if a man ends up feeling like he's got to butt heads with me, yeah. then that's just like, I'm like, mm -mm. No. I want to feel like a woman. I want to feel like you do have, you know, like the assertiveness again and like that right. I can follow your lead and break down like who I am out to the world. Because to the world, yeah, I got to be strong and I get shit done and I do whatever. And when I go home, I want to be soft. And yeah. I want to be loving. Right. And I want to be loved. And if a man is like, kind of butting heads with me because he doesn't really truly understand that dynamic, then I'm like, I'm out. I, if I have to like argue with you and like we're trying to over dominate or like you're trying to dominate me, I'm just like, no, th right. that's not the natural. We're not uh, doing this. No, but I appreciate, <laughs> you know what I appreciate about what you said though, is I'm still here now of the whole conversation. You were like, I don't want to be combative. I don't want to argue. And it's just like, but the like they are challenging because they don't really understand how to yeah. communicate that. I mean, I'm still laughing going, all he had to say was like, you know what? I disagree with you on that and I'm gonna stand my ground, but let's just move on or something. Yeah. Just something simple to where it's like, he's being assertive saying, look, I disagree, I'm gonna put my foot down, but not like to you bash you. You don't have you. to say it. You right. just, just right. do it and like, but have the conversation. Just, but just the bashing part, the back end bash part of it, like, you know, I'm gonna do, it's like, oh, and that's and I was like, oh, Don't think no. I'm not gonna tell you. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh -oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't think that I'm going to ever answer my phone again. <laughs> Sucks to suck, nerd. I Angry that, pirate. <laughs> exactly. Not today. No, uh. not even a furry in this aspect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no, no I, I love your unapologetic attitude. Like, I love it. But I also love the fact that I know that, you know, it's like you're, you're who you are, but I also love the tone, your underlying tone. And that's, that's what I appreciate the most. So, I mean, you're the same way too. It's like, I love, this is why, like I said, I can hang around you. <laughs> all freaking in i got your back all day long you know always and she knows that as well because it's just one of the things like she has an opinion but at the same time she's like but i just want to like going that's all it takes sometimes yeah. you know and people have to understand that so i appreciate your approach yeah and i think like we can agree to disagree like but it's okay i'm not mm -hmm. going to try and change his mind right. yeah um and he's not or be like there. you're wrong yeah. well that's why i started like by that. saying it's like on you know it's like i i, I know i like just following your stuff it's like when i reached out and like i was like I love what she does. I don't stand for completely everything yeah. that she does, but I love her stance on yeah. just shit. Yeah. And that's that's the stuff that I like the most though. So. My best friend always tells people, she's like, you come across so mean. She's like, people would probably think that you're so mean or be afraid or intimidated. I'm like, really? Because she's like, you are very fair. Mm -hmm. Like you're very, mm -hmm. yeah. you sit down and like have any mm. conversation and any discussion. But I think because I'm so blunt, about like my stance on things. I think you're passionate. I think that's so what too. I, was just I, say, right? I think no, so. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, like, it's not like blunt or mean. You're yeah. passionate about what you believe and you want to share. Right. Like I'm but just. You're not out there trying to change no. everyone's mind. Right. You're sharing what you believe, and that's your passion, and that's what makes it amazing. Yeah. And this you. is why I love the fact that you use the word tribe and community a lot because you're creating this like this like this group yeah. of women who can be exactly that, still get their point across, but also sit same time it's not coming across abrasive it's not not at all to me at all Good. like i'm just like going i want to know more because i, I, I like that. the fact that you're passionate like you said and i can see how it comes across mm -hmm. yeah. but most people may be rubbed the wrong way because they're just saying dang why is she yelling at me yeah that's you a know them right and that's yeah. why i'm saying and, and i'm like thinking that. like dang why is she yelling at me because it's like because that's what I'm they're saying feeling the shit that no one else wants to thank say. you right yeah. and i appreciate that by the way yeah we had like our disagreements during covid but at no point in time mm -hmm. did he try and push his agenda or belief on me yeah. and vice versa. I'm like, I'm going to get out there and live my life. Mm -hmm. I'm traveling. I'm going all over. Yeah. And it was just a mutual respect for one another. And too yep. many people are afraid of that, right? To disagree. Like right. that's, again, another part of this, like trailing to be like one-sided and believe what everyone believes, a bunch of sheeple where it's like, no, we're allowed to be different mm -hmm. and we're allowed to have different opinions and stuff. As long as we're not harming others, then we should be able to be like, do you, right? right. Like, be whoever you want to be, and here's my side, and great. If you end up like feeling that or agreeing with any of it, that's cool. Yeah. If not, that's cool too. No, I, I, I love that. And it's like even going back to her when we started together, it's that thing where people are like, you know, she's like a gun tote. And I go, wait, she has a, a gun tote bag? You know, wow, that's great. I never <laughs> oh, knew that. Gucci you know, so or... that's why I was like, I go, and I was like, I told people, I go, I don't care. It has nothing to do with her. You know, that's that's what she likes to do. But if you looked a little deeper, people, you'd understand. But that's just the thing she likes to do. That's something that, you know, she's not going to be out there like freaking like every day, like trying to like go out and like freaking crush somebody in a theory. Right. You know, yeah. you're just you're that's just who you are. And that's Pretty what judged. you love to do. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So and I just sit back and I go, that's her. I, that's mm -hmm. what I like about her.
I expect Aww, her to be different. Thanks, Chris. You're very Your welcome, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I love that gun tote of yours, girl. That's right. Now, on the other <laughs> hand, what you have in the chair right there, let's talk about oh, that that's right now. Oh, my little stun gun. <laughs> so when you get out of line, I just fucking zap your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we used to sit much close to each other on, in the other studio, yeah. and there's moments like she just surprised me. And I'd be like, what? Like, just jumping out the time. She's like, why are you so jumping? I go, because I don't know what you're doing over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd always have, like, my knives and, like, flip one open. He's yeah. like, what the and no one even knows what's going on because it was always behind a table half the time. I'd be like jumping like so this, like, like what jumping. Is happening? You're scared now. I'm like stabbing him, like, hey, let's wrap it up. And he's like, what go. do you want? And I'm like, oh my God, nothing. So funny. Nothing. So funny. <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit more about um, now on your. So we're gonna. I want to delve into a little more. Let's yeah. see, sorry, a little bit more into your relationship side now. So how's that going now? I know <laughs> um, you're busy with work, and I know, and by the way, work it's probably it's passion, so it's never really work. It's just yeah. something that you do. Yeah. Um. So, but how's how's your relationship side now? What's going on with you? Well, I'm very focused. Okay. Right on my life and everything I'm building because it is so purposeful. It's yeah. So important to me. Takes time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never been the woman because I got married so young and I see the most value in being a wife, right, and a mother, like 100%. Mm, I um, love that. Like, I absolutely do. But at the same time, I never did, you know, I, I focused on that very young. I kind of like flip flopped. A lot of people like built themselves and then they got married. Um, so I experienced that side of life that now I wanted to ensure that I could to make the change that I want to make okay. and to do what I'm doing and create what I'm creating that I can put like my full focus and everything in that. Um, and then I think for a while, especially during COVID, like it was a little disheartening of like the, the choices out there and the men and, and what's been going on with like soy boys and all that good right. stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so now I, I, I'm talking to somebody that I, okay. that I really like, but for me, like a lot of people will always say, well, what is it? What do you look for? What are your expectations? And I think like the norm for a woman like me is like leadership and courage, you know, courage. But for me, it's selflessness. So like my dating advice, I guess, to anybody is it starts for me like very early on. I can tell within like the first date or talking to somebody. And it's like the old school stuff that everyone's like, oh, those are outdated, like holding the door open Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. giving the jacket. But like a selfless man is going to be a good leader and is going to have the courage. Right. Like usually that's where like that service comes from. Yeah. And selfish men, it's very difficult. And I, I just don't like that. Like, we won't mesh well. So doing those things let me know pretty early on that, like, I can trust you as it grows and it gets mm-hmm. to be bigger. Because, again, I do like to be a submissive woman. So I want to be able to be, like, to the point of so much trust that that selflessness comes in where I know I was considered in any decision you make. Yeah. That I don't have to verify it, right? right? So you can my husband could come to me and be like, We're moving to Africa and I'd be like, sick, bro. I'm gonna get the ship packed <laughs> and then we're out. Like, okay, what do you need me to do? Right? No question. Because I knew I was with a selfless man who always considered me by just again with the little things. Love like if, that. if they're not like, you know, doing the little things for you, they probably won't do more. But mm. yeah. wow. um question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um Nervous. so I, I love the old school values, like a man that opens the door, picks up the tab, mm-hmm. um, all those things. If, let's say, you're out with your guy and you have, like, a few girlfriends, do you let him pay for the entire tab? Yeah. Okay, so he'll pay for your girlfriend. Yeah. What about if you're getting a massage and he wants to pay for your girlfriend's massage? Is that okay? Well, how'd that happen? I know. All of a sudden. I I know. I like like the question. I know. I'm trying to think about that, though, that dynamic, because like in what context and like, is it just like, would it be like me and my best friend or like. It's just you and a friend. Like you got. Yeah. You guys went for massages. Like Like with him. Yes. Like we're all together. No, no, no. You guys aren't. Not, no, it's not, not like yeah, a threesome. But, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying yeah, like we're like together. Was, yeah, yeah. Not just like, hey, me and my girlfriends are going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me your card. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. I mean, that's a rare. That's a rare thing. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been in that. Yeah. yeah like, scenario well, or what? The so flip yeah, side, I guess, like my guy is very selfless. Yeah. So he does all the things. I wouldn't let him be taken advantage that's of. That's what I almost felt okay. like. Like okay. you're my man. Like you don't need to pay for their massages. Right. They're fine to okay. pay for their own. That's what you I was going to say. Like what mine. friend is it? Right. Mm. Like if it's yeah, like they're like, and... they are my best friends, but they're quite capable of taking care of their own massages. Yeah. Okay. I think every now and then if he wanted to, to like feel good. But if it was like, we're always going out and we're always doing things. I think dinner's different. Like a man picking up yes. the tab. Yeah. I'm totally fine with 100%. that. 100%. But if we were going to do like an activity, I mean, I guess, too, the same thing. Like, if you're going out to the range, right, and the guy's like, that's 150 bucks, I do that shit. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, whatever, I'm not splitting all this, I'll just pay for it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, a dude wanted to yeah. step up and 
and do it, I would be like, yeah, that's fine. But if it got like outrageous and my girlfriends were like, let's hang out all the time and he's just like paying, I'd be like, no, you're yeah. not you're yeah. not sugar daddy. Well, that's up to, <laughs> exactly. but that's up to you yeah. guys yeah. saying something to him because it's like the selfless act sometimes, you know, it's sometimes it needs to be like, hey, it's okay, you don't have well, to. Well, he's uncomfortable. He's going to okay. pay regardless okay. of what I say or don't say because he's the man mm-hmm. and he's going to take charge. But what I will say to my girlfriends is like, this is what you're, if you want to Venmo him, you can, it's yeah. up to you. Yeah. I think that, or just like even the, the, I don't know, this is kind of like the awkward way, but if you're like standing in line, right. And the, this is where you're going to pay for the massage, then you guys kind of wait together. You're the couple and your girlfriends can go and they can pay for their own shit. Okay. Then, See, sometimes yeah. I, I actually, that, that scenario, I understand. Like sometimes yeah. like if I'm in the front and mom might, and Jamie's with their friends or something like that or whatever, I'll just take the whole thing. Cause I'm like, yeah, when they're all here. Yeah. You know, I do not, that. Like yeah. I said, yeah, I I'm do not that worried anyway. about that. Like, right. But like I was trying to figure out that out, that yeah, part when you first said, right. it, I was like, I don't really, I just, but I, I get just that. know he's such a giver. And sometimes yeah. I just don't, I want, yeah, I want my friends to like, no, you're yeah. not. No, he—he's not your man. Yeah, yeah. He's my man. But you know, that's another like that's a big topic for me too. It's kind of like that, I guess, but a little bit different of of raising good men and good boys. Like we're so adamant about that today. Like about being like, okay, make sure that you know your son is a good man and that he protects women and children. But in the same you know regard, there's a lot of good men, and because of those values and the way that they were raised, they get taken advantage Managing. of by yeah. shitty women. Yes, that was my like take growing up. Again, where I said I didn't like connect with women. I saw a lot of the victimhood, the toxic like using pregnancy or using oh, your right. mental health or your traumas, and it's always someone else's problem. And good men fall for that, right? Because yeah. that's how they were raised. Like you protect the woman, and I'm like, no. There's also like a point where. You can't tolerate that. I got so. that. See, that's the kibosh yeah. I put on. I was telling you earlier when I was like, when I was, um, when I went off to college, I had that first thing when I was like, I'm a good guy and da da da. Well, you know, I, I was raised a good guy. And then all of a sudden, I was like, fuck this because I got fucked over. Shitty I was like, women see yeah. that. They're like, yeah, and I, I could put the kibosh on. When we go out though, at times two, you do mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, um, there'll be a group of us, and he tries to pay for everyone, yeah. and I'm like, you're not taking advantage of my friend. Yes. This, like you did that when we were with Andy, the, yeah, our security, that's right. and. Mm-hmm. Like the driver, and yeah. you know what I mean? He's trying to pay for everyone. Yeah, no. And I'm like, you're not taking advantage of my friend. Yeah. Right. There's well, thank so, you. Yeah. And I sometimes need the kibosh put on as well, but yeah. that's my instinct is just to, because it's like, yeah, we're all here. It's not, you know, but, yeah. and I don't think about it that way, but sometimes it's like, right. oh, what did I just do? If you're yeah. around a bunch no. of people too, mm-hmm. and they kind of like stand back and allow that, then that'll mm. like piss me off too. So a little I'll, bit, right? I'll speak up. Yeah. Because yeah, I, 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 admire and value like a man that takes yep. charge mm-hmm. but in the same sense like i'm gonna have your back and no one's taking and you advantage do. And of thank you, you yeah. for that i appreciate yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. So, she's good. Not, and not, i have great friends so yeah. and she does. i'm not saying mm-hmm. that they but you know were, that he's gonna feel obligated to yes, do that he's so gonna you're pay not gonna every put that time pressure on and be like so right. if you want to do it every once in a while yeah by all means I, I saw something that they were talking about like now the difference of if you're with your wife and they're with another couple and like, so what man pays like for dinner, right? Okay. Because now that's going to be like uncomfortable. You know, how, do, how does a man choose that? And I think another guy was saying, well, if I wasn't with my wife and a man's with his wife, I will always let him pay. I'm not going to like race him to the, mm. you know, go like, oh, I'm going to pay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And he's like, because I wouldn't like, d- you know, do that in front of his wife. I would allow him completely Got to that. pay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like, yeah. cool. I didn't, right. I didn't I think, think about that like, either. Though. Um, I get that. My guy's always 10 steps ahead. So if we're walking in with someone else, the card's already given before yeah. we sit down. Yeah. But so. like, that's what he's saying. So they, he said, most men will do that. Like, if he was there and his friend's like, oh, I got it. He's like, I'll usually like check out and be like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom and I'll pay. Yeah. Right. He's like, but I won't do that if his wife is there. Okay. I did that uh, about a month ago when we were in, in LA where um, my, you know, my girlfriend and I were out to dinner and these ladies were sitting next to us. We just had the best conversation with them. And then I went to the bathroom and I was coming. I go, you know, it was because it was time to go anyways. I go, I'm just going to pay for their their bill as well. I mean, now we're in it with them. We're having a good yeah. time with them. And I was like, no, so, you know, so I did that. And they were just like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, it's take care of. And yeah. even my girlfriend's like, that was great. Thank you. Does I it make that. you feel obligated because you're a man to pay it? Or is it just the person you No, are so in for me, like being being a man or not a man, that has right. nothing to do with I it. I just felt like just it was just, it was just a good gesture yeah. because, yeah. you know, like I said, I, and I was in the moment and yeah. we were having a great time. And it's like, I don't want to ruin that moment. You know, yeah. it's like, where it's like, even though we just met them and we we're now engaged with the last hour with them at the yeah. table next to us. And it was just like, that's for me, it was just, I just like the comfort. Thank you. A gift. Yeah. Thank you. I've never thought about, you know, it's like, I have to pay this or that side. Just like, you know, it's like, I yeah. think I want to do this. But I just think a lot of women look at men as if like they have to pay for things or that they should do, you know, those mm-hmm. things. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. And I always, like, when I'm out with my guy, if he clearly, like, picks up the tab. So every once in a while, I like to pick up someone else's tab. She got tab. mine today, out so, today. So, yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, I know that this meal is going to be paid for, so I'll find someone in the restaurant, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick up their tab. And I then love that. he will try and steal it from me, and I'm like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I love and admire that part of him. Yeah. So, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah I can't he wait is. to meet him. I yeah. should have met him last weekend. I was hoping I know, to meet him last weekend. So, oh, you yeah. haven't met him yet? No, they were supposed to be in L.A. last mm-hmm. weekend at an event that I'm we like went to. I'm like super private with like, that. like my shit yeah. until I know that it's like yeah. a solid go. Yeah. And this was great because yeah. he, they were staying with us and everything. So I was like super excited. So stoked, I was so I excited. I haven't been sick since before COVID. Like I freaking battled through, never got sick, and then – did a show in Dallas, um, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm losing my voice from the speaking event, and then it just oh no, like spiraled and it turned into like a five seven day thing. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's I, right. When I talked to you afterwards, yeah, like on your come down of it, yeah. Okay. So I called him, and he's like, oh god, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah, her and voice I'm is like, pretty bad. I'm probably not gonna make yeah. it. And she can power through anything, but when yeah. she said, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, no, was no, no, like, yeah. yeah. Don't, so. don't come to my house with that shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, see you later. I will put don't the do not disturb that. sign on the yeah. door. Trust me. But it's so. not like, it, yeah, it's not very long that I'm like down in it. And you, I'm like the one that's like, yeah. Powering yeah. through it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love it. All right. Well, let's see. Let's We can start right up, but we're going to ask you a question of the day. Yes. Okay. We could keep you out here a lot longer. You're freaking fantastic. Oh, thank I you. I can tell you that. So, I got right. a lot of shit to say. So. All right. Well, here, <laughs> let's answer this one then. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, so let's see. What do we want to go with here? Look at okay, here we go. This is a good one. Chris. Hey, Christopher. Hey, Christopher. Hey, Jamie. Hoping you two can help me with the debate that I've been having with my girlfriends. I'm in my 20s and have been single for the past year. I'm sick of dating boys who don't have much to offer and looking to date older guys who are more established in their career and who can show me more of the finer things in life. The last two guys I went out with who were older definitely appreciated me and showered me with everything, but eventually I felt that they wanted to control every situation and I'm not that girl. My girlfriends think that everything has a price and that I'm compromising my freedom. So my question is, how can I find a balance of dating someone who appreciates me as well as being able to have the finer things in life without compromising my own self-worth? Okay, well, first of all is gaining your self-worth. So if she's younger, then being able to establish yourself a little bit so that you could set some ground rules of like, hey, I also bring this to the table, so I have a little bit of an expectation, Mm -hmm. but I don't need to be bought. So that there are things that I'm capable of doing for myself so that you actually just value me and bring value to my life. Um, I do agree with like, I like the maybe dating older sometimes as well if you are that young and you're wanting a serious relationship Mm -hmm. um, and finding a man, but I could see that as well, that a little bit of like an older guy is gonna be like, okay, well, I'm gonna control the situation. And take advantage. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and if I'm catering to you, if she's talking about like the finer things and if that's like, I think that that's good and you can want that, but you have to have a little bit of that of your own to bring to the table to maintain a little bit of that like control, I guess to say. Right. Of like, I also offer this too and I can take care of myself, but I do appreciate everything that you do. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Jamie, what do you say to that one? Um, I think take finances out of the equation because um, you should be able to provide for yourself. And if you can't, that's something that you need to look at within because it seems like she's basing the relationship on the finer things. Right. So they're two separate things. So work on yourself, get your shit in order, and everything else will fall in place. Yep. And then, yeah, I think she's looking for the wrong things. Yeah. yeah. Like I just heard a lot of like yeah. finances. Offering, offering what they can okay. offer me. Yeah. And, and okay. But it, work on yourself and what you bring to the table. Once you know what – what you have to offer and you know that you're bringing value to the table, everything else should fall in place. Okay. Yeah. um, I'm going to agree with these two. I feel like if you're going to put yourself out there looking to date older and the finer things that you want, but don't want to be controlled or taken advantage of, you have to first establish your own self-worth. And once you establish your self-worth, you're going to have the control and the, I guess the power enough to really stand up for what you want and not to be taken advantage of. And also, um, most of the time, these guys who are doing this, like you said, if like if your boyfriend was dating someone younger, that nicety that he's doing might be construed as, oh, I'm just going to take advantage of him now. And so you fall into that trap as well. So I hope that she's uh, can kind of find her balance. Yeah. And so, if she's able to provide for herself, yeah. then there's no that there's you no, lose that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, of you feeling don't need that. Stuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then so, it just is nice. Then you get those things and you appreciate oh, it. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, I like this. Like. Thank you for that, but it's not like the, 
I'm buying you, and now you have to do everything that I want and say that dynamic's a little bit different. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree I like with that. It. I always say I don't expect anything that I can't already provide mm -hmm. on my own. Okay, mm -hmm. so, I like that. So, like, I've provided this, so I'm not looking for anything It out helps of the with, norm. like, your partnership, too. And 100%. Your, and your self-worth, yeah. right? Because you are like, well, I can take care of myself, so I'm actually in this because you bring value into my life, not, like, monetary value into right. my life. Right, right. You're and quite frankly, partner. like a guy will probably, even though he's doing that, he'll probably respect it a little bit more anyways, because totally. he's taking you serious now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. All right. Good answer <laughs> on that one. All right, girl. I hope you're in your 20s. Find the right solution, because I don't know what your girlfriends will tell you, but I hope they're on the right path. So, yeah. all right, Ricky Lynn, where can we find you on social media and stuff, please? Underscore Ricky Lynn, mm -hmm. underscore. It's R-I-C-K-I-L-Y-N-N-E. Uh, WarriorWomenintl.com is our website. And then WarriorWomenintl is my uh, Instagram as well. Love that. And your DMs, like if any women are curious and have questions, do you do your own DMs? Um, we have, we both, like I have my, Gina is my director of operations and she helps me with basically everything, but okay. she'll be on those as well. But yeah, okay. the DMs or they can sign up for a ton of stuff. Like we have all kinds of different things going on on the website. And you guys are nationwide. Nationwide. I love We're it. worldwide. So oh, international great. because I have yes. some Australian girls as well. Okay, okay. great. Yeah. That's awesome. So off that, yeah. before we go then real fast, and can you tell me how, if someone's like, let's say they're um, in, I'm just going to say you're in Texas right now, uh -huh. obviously um, in the treat somewhere else, how can they find? their group and their community mm -hmm. in their local areas yeah so we just started launching build your village and that actually brings it back to the whole it takes a village thing because i know that the retreats and events are few and far between mm -hmm. uh, we build these incredible bonds and then we have to go home yeah. and everyone's like man you know and i'm one person where i can't like constantly connect and ensure that we're like getting that community growth going so our villages now are going to be local villages where there's one leader in each city and state and they go over and do local events that are a little bit smaller, going to the gun range or taking a cooking class, helping like take your child to school and just building that community aspect. So oh, I great. love that she mm -hmm. goes from the gun range to the cooking and the yeah, kitchen. It's, 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 yeah. it's a wide spectrum. I mean, it's, it's, so a, it's, a, it's a well rounded person. That's yeah. how everyone should be, by the way. So I love, All right, I love that. Yeah. Well, guys, check that out for sure. Because like I said, if you're looking for something, I think this is uh, it's 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 growth. It's empowering. And like I said, you just you just it's I, I just like it and what about you chris what are you plugging today i have nothing to plug today except no, well you, you know don't. what i'm gonna plug what my dating coach coaching? if i'm gonna get there i'm like i'm just so enthralled by this it was such a great you know like session today a I session i call it episode <laughs> 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 you know coming up we, we just went full circle on this whole thing we, went, we spun it to a whole bunch of different things but no please find me at fetch sport and um check out my dating coach stuff you can calendly me for a 15 minute intro and let's talk so uh, it's starting to get picking up doing really well i love it um, i'm going to be coming to a city near you on stage as well which is going to be kind of fun so in dallas text is going to be the next round i think in uh, mid-july awesome. yes we're looking for yeah now yeah for sure and uh guys check us out at on youtube because uh like i said ricky's all in red today she's looking kind of fiery and yeah. i like that um, and Jamie's also here in her beautiful dress and doing things. And uh, Amber, wish we could see you. You can jump from the camera if you want to. Yeah. Hi, Amber. <laughs> Yay. All right, guys, that is another episode. And like I said, this was a great one. Thank you so much, Ricky, for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much. All right. All right, guys, we are out.